Yo, yo, this is SP the Ghost LOXD Block checking in with the House of Melanated Excellent. You know what I mean? I know y'all the up and coming organization. You know what I mean? I know the founders of Vic, Jermaine, Franklin Jr. I know the podcast is called H-O-M-E. And I just want to say, keep doing what y'all doing, man. I love the name. I love what y'all standing for. I love what y'all trying to put out there. I have nothing but best wishes for y'all. And many, many blessings and great energy to do what y'all got to do. Love is love. SP the Ghost, L-O-X-D Block. Yeah, man, we just want to say welcome home. To everybody listening, um, we here. The team is here. We got the brother Leroy Jr.'s here. We got the God our day is here. We missed it one. Um, Killer Watts, he's not with us today, so we're going to hold it down for our brother as he's out there traveling and doing some family things. So, But we know he's with us. You know, with us with the whole energy, he's with us. So, Yes, sir. Sure. Um, a few things I want to I want to kind of tap on. Last time we talked, I forgot to shout out uh a couple of places that started rocking with us number one mm. is albania albania is we got listeners out there in albania now we, we say thank albania. you yeah appreciate thank you, albania. yeah <laughs> yeah we got uh, and then now we just got germany germany just this this tapped in too so yeah, we, moving, oh, we worldwide with this thing boss is lost huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So today we we want to talk about um, self discipline. You know, we got a a seventh degree black belt by the name of Master Goodwin coming in to join us here shortly. And uh, we're going to be able to pick his brain, understand his journey, understand his perspective on self-discipline and, and the whole nine yards. And I find it kind of interesting that we even going to talk about this topic, being that I'm talking to two brothers here who have used fasting as a means of self-discipline. So I like that. Yeah. And I, so I know, uh, Jermaine, you're just not coming off of a, of a five-day fast, correct? Yes. Yeah, I just... Just got coming off five days and um, yeah, feeling feeling good. Could I could have done more, man? I could have done more, but I was um, it was a uh, anniversary weekend and and um, so I, I decided to go ahead and come off. <laughs> right, yeah. right. But yeah, I was uh, I was just getting locked in, man. It was uh, the first few days. It was it was tough, man. I had to real had to take some heart, man. It was it was a it was a mind job, but uh, but I knew I had it in me. Well, and, well. Uh, well, let me ask you this real quick, because I want, I want, if you could break down from your understanding, what is fasting? What kind of fasting did you do? And what was the whole process? Like, what did you like? What did you go through mentally, emotionally as you went through this thing called fasting? Mm, OK, well, um, this is uh, 
when I first started fasting, from when I, I used to do it, you know, I, I didn't even know why I was doing it. I thought it was something you did for for religion, religious purposes, you know. And, okay. Um, and I and I didn't do it. I did it. I thought you know something that God wanted you to do. So we used to do the church used to do it every every uh, every once a year, half a day, an hour, or half a day, uh, or a day or something like that. So I always did like a half a day or something like that. And I never really got into the real uh, hardcore ones, guys last a day or two and um and so um and and then i really didn't have a good understanding i i, I thought it was just something you did when you wanted something you wanted god to bless you you just bash right and, wow okay and stuff you know so, yeah and so and but once i started becoming of uh started um getting into knowledge of self and um and understanding discipline and and the how, how the mind works and and um the body and uh and the, and, the, and the systems of the body and how the body heals itself when it's resting and all this kind of stuff and and I started to understand what what aspects fasting has on the on the on the body styles just the mind and the spiritual and and the mental and the physical has, has all these effects on the body and so um the more I fast the more I became aware of what it's doing to me and so yeah. the more I became aware of what I wanted from when I when I fast like say I noticed um the first thing I noticed was the discipline and the mind job, you know, that it that it was doing. Once you fat once you fast, man, I mean everything started coming at you. You start smelling yeah. fries yeah. different. You can smell yeah. wait. <laughs> hamburger or whatever, you be like, Ooh, your mind start telling you, Hey, yeah. to start partaking in some some uh, about a quarter cheeseburger time, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> and you be like, Yes it is. But um, then your mind is like, uh, you know, you got to tell your mind, you got to tell your mind, no, this, you know, this is what I'm doing, and I'm doing this exactly for that, like, right. oh, oh, being being able to be stronger than my body. I'm not, I'm, I don't want my body telling me what I got to do, you know. Right. It's, it's a discipline. Right. I'm, I'm yeah. telling it. I'm, I'm the captain of this, of this ship. You know, I'm the master of my. I'm the cat. This is. I'm the captain of my soul. You know. Right. Right. And so, I'm gonna tell this thing what to do, you know, and um, and that's that's a main main thing for me, and um, and then um, then I also learned about the the different aspects Pastor had as far as resetting your body, you mm -hmm. know, as far as all the impurities you've you've taken taken in throughout the uh, you know throughout your year or six months or whatever you you fast. I, it's something I'm trying to incorporate every every three months until I get to where I want to be, yeah. and then it's gonna, I'm gonna stretch it out a little longer. So right now, I've been, that's what I do three months, mm -hmm. and um, I like it. You know, and I, I like I like how I, I like how I'm progressing, and um, and so um, and that's where I am with it, man. It's a it's a mental discipline thing, it's a body thing, it's a resetting your body thing, and um, and yeah, and like I, once I was getting clear, like my third day, man, I I was uh, after my third day, I was um, it was like a man, I was I was um on another level, man. Mm -hmm. I, my clarity was mental clarity was good my spiritual clarity was getting great mm -hmm. and, um, and I, I like i said i could have taken it more but i just yeah. i just came off you know, really really for the family you know yeah. but, uh, but i'm really looking forward to the next one now <laughs> you yeah. know i'm really looking forward to the next one. but um but that's what it was for me man wow um, it was a good yeah well i know i know look that was that was that was something that's like I said, I've done it, uh, you know, a couple of times myself, man. And I, I know 
the mental process of that is, ain't no joke. So, nah. Leroy, he's done this thing for 21 days, man. <laughs> please, please explain to the people your perspective, your understanding of what fasting is and why did you even do that for 21 days and what did you benefit from? That? Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of the things Jermaine said, um, I, I kind of, as far as the upbringing and as far as uh, spirituality and religion, that's what the purposes of, that's what we learn. But as I as I got older and being able to uh, to experience and then uh, explore and do my research, I learned how beneficial it could be, and especially when it comes in the area of self discipline. And I just mm-hmm. I just learned that self control and discipline is power, and and that's mm-hmm. and fasting to to rid your body of all the things that you crave and want to do. So yeah, the last couple of years I did twenty one days, twenty days. And, and some of the things that I had different levels within that, like day three, day eight, day 11, 18. These are numbers I remember, but experiences <laughs> and how it connected me. Or I said it, it actually connected me with self. Just this, just knowing thyself and uh, understanding myself a lot better because I had more uh, patience and control. I gained that over the, that, that time span. And, um, and it was just a great experience. It was it wasn't easy, uh, no. Because I mean, it's just one of those things that you're kind of. I learned that it just it's it's a builder. It, it helps you build self to the point to where you have control over those things that normally, you know, in a general setting, we don't we don't really have control over. You know, we we choose not to, but you know, with all that comes hard work, self control, and discipline. And um, yeah, it was a, it was an experience um, over the last couple of years. Now, have I done a 21 day or 20 day fast uh, this year? No, not yet. But I still implement for three days or a week every so often. And, and what it does is it gives mind clarity. Um, yeah. It helps your your everything as far as health health wise. It it, it puts at ease the rest of your 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 um, your organs mm. you know, for you. Mm-hmm. Have to work is, you know, hard to to process all this, process stuff, you know, um, yeah. that, that we continuously put in our body. So, it, so with with you ridding your body of all the toxins and all that stuff, and 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 you still in, at the same time you're reaching a, a spiritual point where you can can find well identify with self and move forward. So right. it's it's a cleansing. It's a reset button, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, you always look for that. You know, I used to hear in my, my my songs I listen to, you know, reset. You know, that's my reset button. Hit that reset button, do my do my fast, and I have a mental, spiritual cleansing, and I'm able to move forward and be more productive in my everyday life. Mm. Yes, sir. Yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's that's good stuff, God. That's good stuff. That's funny, man. You know, I mean when when um at the end of the fast, man, I, I was like, like I was saying, you know, coming off, you know, I was at that, I was at that spiritual, that mental clarity, man. It was, it felt so good. I really, I really didn't want to come off the fast. Mm. It sounds crazy. I, I didn't want to. I mean, but I, I really did it for everybody else. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah. my, 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 my in-laws, they were tripping. Yeah. You know, they're like, would you? When you when you gonna stop start back eating? 
And it was like, man, you lost this much weight. Your belly used to be out here. You now it's gone, <laughs> and, yeah. and all the kind of stuff. And they were concerned. And, uh, and like I said, it was it was it was an anniversary weekend. And I'm like, man, like I said, the way I was feeling, man, I was like, man, I, I want to see where I can get to. Not as far as number wise and yeah. date. I'm talking about as far as clarity and spirituality. You know where, yeah. where I get. You know that's what I wanted to see. Yeah, get to, and um, oh, what what was the high for me, or what well, what, what I was gonna get from that, and uh, and um, uh, that's why I didn't want to come off, but um, so, but uh, but but it's good to know, you know, like when you were saying, Junior, about uh, about uh, how people don't 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 want to do it or they don't think they can. It's good to know what you can do, you know, once you have that discipline, once you've done it, you know what I'm saying, you yeah. uh. Now you know what you, you, you it, yeah. it's really nothing you can't do. Yeah, so when it comes to putting the discipline and the commitment behind it, you know you you done yeah. that. I mean, it's I mean, there's really no excuses for you. Yeah, I, I always say, yeah, one who says he can, one who says he can't, both are usually right. And I got that from uh, uh, I, I can't remember the, the exact source, but it's, it's that saying, one who says he can and one who says he can't, both are usually right. And and that, that holds true. Yeah, if you can, if you say you can't do it, then the mindset that you're not going to be able to do it. But if you say you can do it, then true, sure enough, you're able to do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Well, yeah. I appreciate so, you, brothers, uh, sharing your experiences, man. I definitely think it's inspirational for myself and anybody listening. Like I said for seven days myself yeah. and it was definitely a feeling where yeah. you felt invincible one thing i noticed was that when i spoke mm. people listen like I, I didn't have to say much i felt like bruce lee like you know how bruce lee could say something yeah. real minimum <laughs> like just be like water and it'd be deep like that's how i felt man all what? i had to do was say like yeah. one or two words and it just penetrated whoever i was speaking to so um mm. yeah definitely thank you brothers for sharing your your journey on that and um that definitely is an act of self-discipline so we're gonna take a break we're gonna come back and then we're gonna bring in master goodwin who's a seventh degree black belt so i'm pretty sure he got some insight on how to incorporate self-discipline into our day-to-day lives yes all right so we'll be right back okay All all right Hey, what's up? This is Jay-Z. Hey, what's up? Yo, it's the Kid 50 Cent. Is... What's up, y'all? I'm Beyonce. What's up, y'all? This is J. Cole. The House of Melanated Excellence. Do, do, do your birthday snap. Instagram. Follow us on IG at home underscore 7S. Instagram now. So let's get started. We back. We got the legendary Master Tracy Goodwin with us today. And um, Master Goodwin, please g- give us a little background on how you got started in martial arts and what was your journey like? How did you become a seventh degree black belt? What was that journey about? Yes, yeah, sir. I uh, got started about eight or nine years old. Um, the uh, biological father figure was out of the picture as normal, like, Sad to say that's normal these days. And the mother needed some assistance with a young brother that 
was a little out of hand <laughs> growing up in the hood. So she sought some um, assistance in raising me through martial arts training. And uh, we went to one school, um, spent about a week and a half at that particular school, and the instructor wanted to test me for a yellow belt. So I went home that particular day and told mom, something must be wrong because I know I'm not that good. <laughs> so she uh, pulled me out of that one and then took me to a brother's school, uh, Grandmaster Moreland. And the rest was history as far as that's concerned. He became my uh, father figure and I stuck with him. And we still train with him. He's still my uh, teacher to this day in Atlanta. Um, oh, so, wow. Yeah. So the uh, journey to the seventh degree, of course, was a traditional path, which is also kind of unheard of these days. So that journey took us about probably 10 years to get that seventh degree built. Man. Right. Yeah. Okay. So just to get the belt itself um, from white belt to black belt, you go through your various tests, learn your information. And then from the first degree black belt up to your fourth degree master degree, you've got to master all of the techniques in martial arts or in the Taekwondo. And in the meantime, of going from first to fourth degree, you've got to produce your own black belts. Whether you have your own school or you just teach yourself place to show that you're giving back to the martial arts. So through right. time and promoting other people and perfecting my craft, I became a seventh degree grandmaster. Mm. Mm -hmm. Now now being a being a seventh a seventh degree black belt, I haven't met a lot of people that can say that they accomplished that particular feat. How do how do you see where having that knowledge? How does that impact your life? Because you don't just run a regular dojo. You really incorporate a lot of different components to life. You teach your students about opening up their own businesses um, and a whole heap of other things. So how do you incorporate what you understand from being a seventh degree black belt just into your day to day life? Well, one thing about becoming a seventh degree black belt you definitely understand and aware that you can't get there on your own so with all the people that assisted me the other black belts that came before me all the other black belts that assisted my instructor and teaching me it's a lot of giving in this martial arts to get to this level mm -hmm. i had to receive a lot from other people uh, of course i had to have the uh, discipline to push myself and, and go beyond those restraints of society and just the martial art itself but when you sit back and realize how much assistance you actually had getting to that degree, it, it, it behooves you to give back to your people or just anybody in your right. school anyway. So that's the reason why we incorporate so many other different things besides just the martial arts in my school. And um, as far as my pops is concerned, he still has his own martial arts school and he's still a pillar of community. So I've got to stand on those shoulders and fill in those hooks as well. Right. Is, okay, I got you. Because I know lineage is real is real big when it comes to martial arts. Yes, and and so how does a lot of times we get confused when we see martial arts? Cause we just watched um we just talked about the last dragon on our last episode. And what we find is that a lot of times martial arts is looked at coming from an Asian perspective. What's the history on martial arts coming from an African centered perspective? How did martial arts even first come about? Well, they they first form of fighting documented and listed is from Africa. Um, mm. So everything has to come from whatever beginnings it is. And at every beginning of everything in this whole 
Earth comes from Africa. So for anybody who yes, think otherwise, it's ridiculous. Um, as far as the lineage that moved from Africa to the Asian countries, um, it was a hop, skip, and a walk from Africa to Asian countries before the peninsula was separated by the ocean. So there mm -hmm. was um, okay. right. So during my, um, I had a, I used to have a conscious Friday class where I would teach the parents and the kids, and we just learn together about our heritage and our culture. And one of the uh, assignments I had was for each student to get a king, queen, or somebody that was a historical uh, figure in time. And the one that I chose was a brother called Latigwe. And Latigwe was a black man who was just roaming the world. And he had um, afro, he had a beard, mustache, and this brother was a spiritual person. So he would walk the earth learning from the animals and which derived your Kung Fu. So that's what that that was mm. from a historical black person in Africa. Wow. Right. So the lineage okay. to Africa is deep. Um, even even like in the Kate uh, Samurai, you couldn't be a samurai back in when samurai was actually created unless you was, you know, had dark skin. The first real samurai was a black man. Oh. Wow. I, I know that. I, I remember yeah. So, yeah, that lineage is, is real deep with us as a people. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's that's what's up, man. That's that's deep stuff. So that's wow. just that's just one of the things that we own in this universe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yes. And like yeah. you said, man, once you understand everything came from something, and you know, you start to trace the culture back trace the culture back you, you know people tend to want to stop at chinese culture or stop at greek culture or stop at whatever and you know that came from somewhere it didn't just pop up you know it came from somewhere so if you really want to know you know i mean i think they they really know but they just don't want to say and they want to stop there they want most everybody else to stop there so when you really want to know you know you keep you keep tracing that lineage you keep tracing tracing that culture and see where it came from and like you said everything goes back to to africa mm -hmm. everything even even the first sculptures and statues of buddha had uh yes. nappy hair and dark skin yep so mm. only later became the fat chinese person with bald head mm. right yeah yeah yes yeah. i I, re I remember when the, when the movie the last dragon came out i was about maybe about eight years old at the time but i noticed how you've seen so many dojos popping up a lot of dojos kind of had like a um a islamic uh philosophy behind it so my mom wouldn't let me join it because she thought they would convert me into islam so right. i had to watch from afar where where did where did you see that movie coming out and where did we stop practicing martial arts we don't really see it that much within our community like we used to right so what 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 happened from your perspective that we kind of got away from martial arts as far as practicing the martial arts or just getting involved as a people yeah yeah just getting involved as the people like it just seems like it's not for, for for it to have come from africa if you look at it now it would be like we don't have anything to do with it you know sure. so what when when did we get this attached 
from martial arts mm. and why? Well, that has a lot to do with it, a lot of th different things and aspects. Um, one of the things I've noticed in trying to find us another location, as a matter of fact, because um, the locations I've been in recently in the past five or eight years, right? you know, I tried to make it a purpose to be in, in, in the neighborhood real close walking distance so my people and my children can get take advantage of it. Right. Problem being, the average one of my people that I try to get into these neighborhoods, they'll they'll take their ride and go to someplace else. That's not even near their neighborhood. Mm. Mm. So then you have the other schools that are black owned. We try now to go where we perceive the money is. So that takes us further away from our neighborhoods. Uh, so in doing that, trying to find that 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 greener passage somewhere uh, in a different location away from our people, and then from going back from the movie itself and and all the schools that were in New York, now many of those were black owned, and many of those like right. you had an Islamic background. Um, a lot of times through times, I noticed that those schools, my school, my instructor school, we don't we don't bend to the commercialism of the martial arts, so. If a person oh. comes to our school and spend a month or two in that school, they really have to want to be there and, and go through the strife that these schools put them through. Like if you was in a Moses Powell school, you, you, you're going to get bruised up every class. Yeah. I'm just uh, here to tell you, if you was yeah. in a Master Gilbert school or Master Morley school, you're going to get bruised up every week. And through mm. time and commercialism in the martial arts and... and the parents started to want to get away from that type of training, which was what our people actually needed. Um, right. So they started going to the other, other cultures, schools, the white schools or the Korean or Chinese schools, where they kind of watered their information down and, and just belt tested every month and everybody in the whole school passed the belt test. So then it was hard for us to compete with that because we're not going to do it. Why? Right. Wow. So right. then you got a lot of the schools that don't want to conform, they have to shut their doors because they can't survive. Wow. God. Mm. That's um that's real. Which right is there. you know, that's the thing that um that's a struggle right now, trying to keep that old school traditional martial arts school around. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. So I know I know your your um your particular martial arts you practice is Taekwondo. Can, can you kind of briefly kind of tell us about Taekwondo and what that embodies versus like a, a like like a judo or any other thing? Because a lot of times with Taekwondo, there's always this this argument of can this really be utilized in the streets? Can this can this martial art beat that martial art? What's one is superior? What's your take on that? And like I said, just kind of break down Taekwondo, what that really is. And your perspective on having these different martial arts kind of battling each other who's the which one is the best and which one is more useful mm. right the um the actually actually we do two martial arts it's the taekwondo and the hapkido um mm. there's only two martial arts in the entire world it's either going to be a hard martial arts or a soft martial arts you can put whatever name you want to put to it it doesn't matter it's either a hard style or a soft style um, so with that said, like for instance, Taekwondo, Karate is considered a hard style. 
Kung Fu is is a decent mix of both hard and soft style. Yeah, Aikido, Hapkido, Judo, they're considered um, soft styles. And the main difference in the hard and soft style is the, the concept of striking and, and how do you attack and defend yourself. Now, yeah. Taekwondo has about, I guess you can say it's about 70-30. 70% of the martial art techniques in Taekwondo, you use your feet. The other 30, remaining 30%, you use your hands. Whereas, okay. and that that's the biggest thing that kind of separates a lot of the other martial arts if it's not either just the hard and soft styles. Um, so to pit one martial art against another, it's kind of ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> right. Because if you just, right. you can master any martial art. You can put me against any seventh degree martial artist in different martial arts. Um, anybody can be beaten on any given day. Yeah. But the master yes, or the practitioner that has mastered the art as well as himself, then he's going to be a, a better mm. combative person. He's going to be a better warrior. Right. Um, right. And then just timing and situation dictate it's going to dictate that winner. Yes. So there is no one martial art better than the other. And that's kind of foolish for people to even ha- continue to have that conversation after all these years. <laughs> it's kind of futile, man. Right, right. And if you if you talk to if you was to ask that question to my instructor, every time we do a seminar with pops, he'll always kind of start off. We're doing martial arts today. We we don't we don't have any name for what we're doing today. It's just martial arts. Mm. And if you if everything came from one entity, which is the African arts, yes. Then if you got a spin off of something. <clears throat> then it's a copy of something. So you took a piece of something and then you changed it and made it your own. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you if you rely on that piece of information as fact, then all these martial arts are the same anyway. Right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They all have different aspects of everything. Yeah. So I think that my, my personal belief is that even though if you've been on this planet for a significant, a significant amount of time, that you've been through some things. Now you might not acquire a necessarily a, a belt or a paper to say that, um, hey, you have this degree or you're at a particular level, but, but we all live in life here. What what kind of principles or, or, or insight can you give us that even if we don't join a dojo that we can kind of use for our lives to increase our self-discipline? Well, just to increase your self-discipline, you got to have some discipline. Um, every, everything, even from an infant level, is is learned. Now, every person is born pretty much already knowing right from wrong. Mm-hmm. So once you got start it. getting discipline from an outside source, first off, you got you got to make sure that outside sources is, is giving you good information. And self-discipline is going to come through just the discipline you receive from outside, the understanding and mastering of yourself, living towards your right and wrong that's already innate in you, so you can start making proper and good decisions to better yourself, then that self-discipline is going to prevail over, you know, just somebody following somebody else wrong, peer pressure, so to speak, or just making bad or wrong decisions. Now, the martial art itself, right. it, it develops a lot of patience when done the correct way, which grows self-discipline mm-hmm. tremendously. Gotcha. 
Patience, gotcha. Because just just to break so down the words, yeah. Just to break down the word self. You say it wrong. Say again. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was I was inquiring when you say right or wrong. You um are you uh you were saying there's an absolute right or wrong or right or wrong for the person you know when you when you have knowledge yourself or recognizing that or what, what right or wrong are you talking about? Well, when you have knowledge yourself, it, it's going to lead you to absolute right or wrong. Okay. Well, and and mm. you definitely got it. You got to be the one to determine that right or wrong. Right. Mm, yeah. Because a lot of times we 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 lend ourselves to other people understanding too often. Right. Absolutely. So once you gain knowledge yourself and just live on this earth and pay attention and have some patience to receive the information that's going to be given to you, whether you ask for it or not. Yes. Then that's going to increase your self-discipline. Good stuff. Mm. Good stuff. Right. You'll be able to you right. have the meat and spit out the bone, so to speak. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, so, so if I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an overweight person, right? I've been overweight all my life. I mean, I, I don't mean it literally, but I'm just saying, <laughs> hypothetically speaking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I want, I want to change my lifestyle. What's the, what's one of the first things that I should do to get my mind right? To, 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 to even embark on a, a weight loss journey or, or, or getting healthy. The first thing you need to do is get in the mirror and ask yourself, is, is that really what you want to achieve? Mm-hmm. Right. Because if it's something that you really want to do, then there's absolutely nothing stopping you but you. Once you realize you're overweight and that has been your choice all these years, nobody else's choice, then you can choose to change. Mm. Right. It's like the clients that have in my the clients that have in my personal fitness business, they come to me seeking help, but they don't. They really don't come to me seeking a weight loss program. They come to me seeking to kick themselves in the butt and hold them accountable. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? The weight loss just comes secondary. You just want somebody to kick your butt, hold you accountable when you make bad choices. <laughs> yes. So yeah, the first right. thing that that is understand first off. The matter of fact, I just taught this lesson in my mentoring class this week. A lot of people have been taught how do you how do you guys uh, solve a problem? Tell me what are your steps to solve a problem. First, you gotta, you gotta you're just, I'm just analyzing it and um, analyzing, seeing what, what's before me, um, and based on my experience to to implement what was the best best course of action. All right. Um, so that sounds like a two-step process then. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like to I like to look at it and uh, see, like you said, analyze it and and um, see how uh, how how it got to be a problem. You know, understand how it got to be a problem. Understand um, why it's a problem, and then um, and then from there, I believe I can understand how to how to fix the problem. You got it right there. Everybody else teaches two-step process. I teach the three you just mentioned. We, we uh, the school system and a lot of parents are teaching our kids identify the problem and solve the problem. Well, if you simply identify the problem, that's great. That is the first step. But you you can't just go to solving a problem that just because you identified it. 
a lot of solutions you come into if you do in a two-step right. process is going to be trial and error and some right. problems can't last too long because some problem might get you killed Mm. So the first yeah. step is to identify the problem. The second step is like the other brother said, why does this problem exist? Yeah. Right. Here's the here's the beauty in the mm. second step or doing the three steps. Once you realize why this problem exists, in that information you found lies the answer to the solution. Mm. That way there's no more trial and error. Mm -hmm. You solve the problem immediately. Yes. So that goes along with the weight loss thing. Why you got a problem? What is the problem I got? I'm overweight. Why am I overweight? You list those things and then you just say, okay, stop doing those things. But it's easier said than yeah. done. So that's why I, my fitness business is, is lucrative. <laughs> right. <laughs> Accountability, man. Nobody wants Nobody that. Nobody wants that. Never, yeah. Nobody wants to do that, man. Like you said, they. They'd rather have somebody else try to do that, right? Form, you know, and, that's right. But um, yeah, that accountability is a mother, man. It's a tough thing. That's right. And and you're not gonna like. We go back to the degrees. You're not gonna get first, second, seventh, any degree in martial art if you can't hold yourself accountable. There's a lot of days I don't want to throw a kick, but I still have to go in and throw a kick. Right. <laughs> yes. All right. Well. One of the things I see you utilize is competition. I've seen on one of your social media platforms where you have a, a ongoing bet right now with the, um, I believe it's a mother and the son. And I see kind of between the lines of that, you're utilizing competition to invoke the, uh, as, a, as a means to an end. How can, how can we use competition in our day-to-day -day lives? Why, or why is competition such a valuable tool to even utilize that that's a, that's a good question man it shouldn't be um I, I don't need competition um a lot of times i tell people you know i don't have any competition in martial arts i am my own competition but then i teach mm. my um right. my, my my children and my instructors and other in school instructors that i i train business in i said um the only competition in martial arts really is other sports. So in, in turn of knowing that as a martial arts school owner, you got to win that competition between other sports. So you got to understand how to market and, and how to work around these other seasons of sports. Um, we as a people or anybody, any any persons use competition for motivation. And it's kind of sad that you have to do that because you you seeking motivation outside of self but if, if that's what you need then by all means you create some kind of competition between you and your sons you and your daughters you and your wives whatever kind of competition you need to, to push everybody to get to that next level then that's what you utilize and a lot of time in business in martial arts fitness and and in just even um in the business courses that i teach we, we implement competitions a lot simply because yeah. you you got to understand yeah. if these people don't have that wherewithal to just motivate themselves you got to find a tool to do that and competition does it every single time before i gave before we came right. up with this competition between that mother and, and son you were speaking about he really wasn't allowing me to push him hard in in the fitness mm -hmm. as soon as we came to the competition yeah. this this brother lost four right. pounds next week 
Because he don't want mom to beat him, and he wanted three hundred dollars. Wow! Right, right, right. And then when the competition's over and all that, he'll see, and you can point out to him that that he had it within him the whole time. The whole, the whole time. time, exactly. It was right there. That's exactly. Uh, you didn't. You yeah. didn't need the competition. You thought you needed it, but it was right there. The whole time, and that's the thing about the last scene in in Bruce Leroy movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I was just about to ask you about. It. That's funny. That's the, that's how you know we were the same frequency. Because I was about to when ask the man's showing up, is trying to drown him and asking these questions, asking these questions. One thing he realizes is one thing: I'm not giving up and I'm not giving in. I'm gonna die or I'm gonna become out the victor. And then you yeah. you got the flashbacks of right. his master and these other scenes in the flashbacks while he's getting drowned by Shona, and the master told him there's only one place you haven't looked, and that one place was within yourself, yes, sir. Yeah. And that's when the glow came. Yes, sir. So that's good. Yes, that's sir. Good. I didn't even pick that up, man. He didn't. He never gave up. He never. He never showed up. Was asking him who's the master. He never said you no. are. He never. You are. Nah, three times. Never said you are. They, they, you, you right. can't quit. There is no quit. There's no retreat, and there is no surrender. Yeah. So what? 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 What is that? What is the glow? Because the the glow, you know, we look at it from the movie and martial arts, um, and being that you're a, a very adept person when it comes to martial arts. Have you experienced the glow? I know it's a a, a, a movie, it's, it's metaphoric, we know that, but I think it has some very valuable insight when it comes to the glow. What is the glow and have you experienced the glow? Whether it's martial well, arts yes, I have experienced like, the glow. Now, the, the glow itself, metaphorically and in actuality, the reality of the yeah. glow is it definitely comes from within you. And you're not gonna get mm-hmm. the glow from anything outside of yourself even though the things outside of you and situations in life can assist you in gaining this particular glow but you gotta it got it has to come from within and you gotta put yourself in a position to be able to receive the glow which means everything it's in it it's, mm-hmm. it's in each one of us but if we don't surround ourselves with certain people yes. and situations to push us beyond a threshold of pain and a threshold of failure then, then you're never gonna be put in a situation where you have to bring this glow out of yourself. Um, within the martial art itself, yes, sir. yes, it's called your chi. In Chinese kung fu, it's called your chi. In mm. Korean, it's called your key. And the key and the chi is yes. your actual glow. Now, it's located mm. one cubic centimeter below your navel. I'm gonna let that sink in for a minute. Mm. Okay. One now, okay, yeah, it, going it's in. not there. Going it's not in that physical location on every human's body by mistake, because that that navel cavity is also where that umbilical cord was, which creates then and longevity of life inside the mother. Oh, okay. come on now, come on now. There's a lot of power within that, and if you prescribe to your ancestors and, and your old teaching. Um, the true brain of an individual lies within the abdomen. Now, the fact mm-hmm. that science behind that is the cerebellum that's developed into the brain is created and developed into your abdominal section and then moved to the brain. 
That's why they say your yes, brain sir. is in your stomach and not your head. So once you start breathing mm. like you're supposed yeah. to, you can conjure up that chi or that key which is located in that level, and you can then expand it from your body inside to externally. And that's where that glow and that energy is. Wow. Yes. Now, Man. there was a particular time we was doing yes, some sir. demonstration and we were practicing ball breaking in the class. This was about eight, ten years ago. And I was breaking two boards with a simple reverse punch. And at the time, I was trying to teach my students the board is the, these boards and bricks that we break are really kind of easy. It's not hard to do once you master how to actually strike. And, and one thing we teach in Pop's teaches is that the follow through on any strike is your energy that follows through, not you push pushing your arm or pushing your foot beyond or through the target. So I was trying to teach that lesson mm -hmm. to the kids and then I broke right. the board trying to teach the lesson of striking. So the idea pictures somebody hand going towards the board and right before you actually hit the board, maybe millimeter of a second before you hit the board, you start pulling your hand back. So when your hand actually make contact to the board, it's already coming back. So the energy portrays protrudes through the board. So when I did that particular break mm. after that lecture, I actually did a my most perfect strike I've ever done because I did not break the first board. I only broke the second board. Yes. Mm. And I was only able to recreate that break one time, twice in my entire forty-seven years of living. You didn't break the first board. You broke the second right, board. Right. The energy just went through and broke the second board. Man. And that's that's wow. that's the crazy part about the glow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, man. I like that. Yes, sir. Good stuff, yes, man. Pass the plate on that, man. Pass the plate. Yes, sir. We all can have yes, that sir. glow, man. We just we just gotta master self first. Master yeah. self first. Yes, sir. Yeah. That is indeed the number one. So, so I'm a I'm a I'm a 50 year old individual. Um, I, I always wanted to study martial arts, um, but I'm thinking that I'm too old. Um, as I'm past my time, my my joints is hurting me. Is there still hope for me to join and 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 learn martial arts at the age of 50 years old or any it's age? It's more than hope. Not a child. Is it's definitely doable. The only thing your instructor has to realize is your capabilities and your age. And I don't mean capabilities of, of learning the martial arts. You can learn anything if you simply have the desire to do so first. So that yeah. that learning is you ain't got to worry about. That's that's past. You ain't even got to ask that particular question. Now, the instructor has to uh, be aware of your physical capabilities. So, yeah. you know, if there if there's a kick that has to and let's say in a form, a kick has to go to the head. And this 50-year-old hadn't stretched enough in the time they have to do this particular form and the kick goes to the head, then the instructor's going to uh, bring that kick down to your stomach or your knee. That's all. And if you can't Got kick you. a target that's high, I'm going to find a target that's low that's, that's just as sufficient for you to protect yourself. Right. Yeah, you, you can learn it anytime you want to learn it. Doesn't matter the age. You just can't have a stupid instructor that right. just wa won't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're I'm telling you. Master Godwin. Yes, sir. Master Godwin. 
I'm sure Master Godwin suffices too, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's the good <laughs> one. Uh, um, accountability. How do you uh, how do you tie accountability and discipline? I mean, how do you how you, how you accountability is huge, and discipline is also huge. How do you um, I guess join those and and uh, conjoin those? Are they are they conjoined? One and the same, or, or what? How do you see that? They're they're they become conjoined. They become one and the same. Um, you, they become. Yeah, you're not gonna. You if you're trying to hold yourself, if you're talking about self, you're not gonna hold yeah. yourself accountable if you don't have any good self discipline. Mm, so the okay. discipline, the self discipline, has to be first. Then you you can join that with accountability. I, I don't see I don't see how somebody's gonna hold themselves accountable if they don't even have the discipline. They don't even have to just. They don't even know what to do. Okay. Yeah, it just doesn't make. I mean, they, they cart before the horse kind of concept. Yeah. Okay. Right. So you, so they they eventually so become one. Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Man. Yeah. Well, well, Master Goodwin. Um, we appreciate your time. We we definitely learned a lot yeah. today from having you on. It's one of the things that we want to do at the House of Melanated Excellence is edify martial arts and start and start kind of promoting that for our youth, especially in these days and time. So we definitely want to be sending people your way. Um, can you yes, sir. You, know, you can reach us at 6820 in North Main Street in Columbia, South Carolina. We have the University of Personal Fitness on Facebook, the uh, University of Personal Fitness on Instagram. We also have been successful doing this COVID-19 actually to have virtual classes. So we've gotten some clients in other states doing virtual martial arts and as well as the fitness. Uh, we have a universitypersonal.com wow. website that you can get all the information on as well. Mm, okay. Okay. Well, we we definitely going to be shouting you out. Look, look for that on our social media. We're going to definitely become an affiliate affiliate with you but before we let you go i know you're a big fan of quotes man so we want to see if you can leave us with a, a, a great quote last time you talked you hit me with something that still holds true to me right now so before we go can you please give us <laughs> yes sir let's see what, what which one we want to do today let me take a minute <laughs> <laughs> all right here's one for you Success lies within that person that can see within themselves. So always search your soul in yourself, and you and success will always follow. Mm. Mm. Absolutely, nice. Absolutely, yes, sir. Nice. I like, yeah. I like, I like. <laughs> so that's nice. success yes, in anything and everything. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well. But well, we definitely gonna be employing that in our lives as we go on this journey of trying to promote a higher level of thinking, more community, more unity, and more understanding to our brothers and to our sisters, man. So we definitely want to commend you. You definitely represent excellence. Sure. We're gonna keep supporting you and building with you until 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 we no longer here. So, thank you, guys. Right. Thank you for the opportunity. Sir. Thank you. Appreciate, appreciate your yes, time. Thank Peace you, and blessings. Peace, right. peace, peace, peace. Right, we're going to take a small break and we'll be right back.
follow my crews. Shout out to the big homies Jermaine, Leroy, Frank, and Vic. Yeah, man. You're listening to the House of Melanated Excellence. Make sure to reach out to us on social media at home underscore 7S. All right. Yo, we back home. And um, we had a real good build with the brother, the master Goodwin, man. And um, man, just um, a lot of information, a lot of knowledge and wisdom that the brother imparted to us. And I definitely encourage people to utilize some form of martial arts to help help them with self-discipline and, and whatever aspect of life they're trying to master and, and understand. Yes. Right. So, um, yeah, man. So, what y'all feel about it, man? What y'all think about it? Yeah, I, um, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, like you said, uh, the discipline and the self-discipline and the uh, and accountability factor. That's that's the major area. Uh, that's the only to me. That's the areas where uh, the growth happens, where where the growth is. Right. You know, it was discipline and um and accountability. You know, you got to be accountable for yourself. You got to be able to, uh, to discipline yourself or, or to um, to obtain whatever it is you need to obtain. Mm. Discipline yourself to be committed to something or discipline yourself to be committed to improving yourself or whatever it is. So, and then holding yourself accountable to that. So you, you have to be able to, uh, those two aspects are key yeah. in a journey of growth. You know, especially when you're trying to grow, man. Absolutely. So, uh, oh yeah, when when you got these martial arts, taekwondo, whatever, you, they uh, they they help you to uh, to focus on that, to get back to that, and understand that, and um, and and apply these things. And when you apply these things in uh in these settings in the dojos or, or what have you, and um, then you know a, a, a good a master instructor, a instructor like a master. Mr. Goodwin, he can he can take it and flip it and turn around and show you right. how how you apply these things in real life. Yes, sir. You know, how do you, you know, not not just going out whipping somebody on the street, but how you apply that to starting a business, getting through school, you know, right. and apply this, you know, this accountability, this discipline, this commitment, you know, in your schoolwork, in your in your studies, and 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 all this, and, and um, knowledge of self and making a better you. So. Uh, so um, it's, it's great, man. It's, it's beautiful. I love love the conversation we had yeah. today. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it as well. I enjoyed it as well. He, Master Goodwin, he did a good job at, at basically expressing, you know, far as finding it within and um, and working it out and uh, through through martial arts. And uh, right. I, you know, I had I had the questions and which were were answered based on you know my kids and my family. You know, how do, how do we relate that to them and 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 where do we go from there and and he basically explained it you know right although we we look for competition and and, and so forth which you can find it within but you uh, you know with martial arts you you have to uh you have to implement that self-control and discipline to find self and uh and and we gotta we gotta you know find a better way of uh getting the martial arts out there for people to uh, another alternative you know other than the basketball and the football the other right right yeah. 
sports and stuff yeah. that we deal with on a day-to-day basis and incorporate yeah. this because this is how he how he reached back and how it, it goes back within our our own bloodline and heritage yeah. and um, find that and, and implement that in everyday life and yes sir. it's just amazing how how he was able to articulate and explain that in this interview today absolutely yeah, so. absolutely oh only thing, man, I meant to ask him if he ever had to kick somebody's ass in real life. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs> you got to ask that question. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I well, yeah. I ask him that. But, you know, I, I asked him, let, let y'all know what he say, um, let, you know, in the next the next podcast, man. But, you know, you got to ask that question, though, you know? Yeah, because <laughs> Bruce Leroy didn't, didn't actually, actually kick anybody's ass until he had to... He had to be on the on the last on the last leg on exactly the at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that that that, that would have been a great question. Yes, sir. Yeah, but yeah. that 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 I would have I, I would have kind of associated that with the self control and discipline because yeah, every every fight and battle ain't necessarily yours. It just depends on right. when you choose to to make that you know your fight or your battle yeah. or your war. Absolutely, and, and we have to be very careful, and especially in, to die, in today's time, to figure out you know which is our battle, absolutely, and, um, and go forward with it. Absolutely, I, I think I think that if more individuals took on martial arts and embraced it into their family structure, you know, I don't think we would see as much gun violence as we do in our community. I think a lot of times the gun violence is promoted because the individual can't fight. Because if you can really exactly. fight, you're going to want to showcase what you can do. But it's the fact True. that you can't fight and you feel in some type of way because somebody stepped on your shoe or said something about you or whatever yeah. the case may be. Now you want to run yeah. and grab a gun to prove your manhood. And that don't prove manhood yeah. in, in no way, shape or form. You know what I'm saying? So incorporating martial arts at an early age, I think, helps people to deal with that frustration, deal with that emotion in a much more healthy and positive way and right. allows them to showcase what they really can do with their hands and ultimately with their feet. Yeah, exactly. And also, I think it helps you helps you gain a respect for your brother, man. You know, because mm. once you, you... I've never been in a fight where I didn't gain respect for the person who either I whip or they beat me. Wow. You know? Yeah. And, and, it, and it wasn't... And it was always reciprocated. Yes, sir. Always. They weren't like an eternal enemy. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. We uh, we always respected each other afterwards. It was like, man, I respect you. Yes, you know, sir. And we, we, we may not have been best friends, but we had a respect for one another. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Right. Always. And so, yeah, that, that's one thing um, that it would do, man. I mean, it would, it would bring that out and we'd have a res- mutual respect for one another. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, we also got to incorporate at the same time today versus years ago, but at the same time, it's still we we should we should continue to encourage, you know, the fact that hey, we are we all are life, and we need to be respectful of one another, and um, yeah. even though we have differences and so forth, it's ways of going about selling those things. Yeah, uh, and even though you know, sometimes it may come to come you know, come to come to fist, but at the same time, it, it doesn't have to it have to 
equivalent to or come to that. But if nah, it does, nah. it's better ways or, you know, so that other person can have a, uh, a good life and, and you can have a good life. And you just you just settle your difference in a, in a, in a different manner. Now, I think the whole whole martial arts represents that, hey, we come down, we learn this, these principles and so forth. But it comes down to that. We'd be respectful yeah. of one another. We do it. But um, but yeah, this is just life, man. Absolutely. This, this, yes. this, this journey and living and learning. Yes, absolutely, man. I I I see a lot of these brothers on on that TV show, the first forty eight, and when these brothers come into the into the precinct and they got to be questioned and they being charged with homicide, and um, next thing you know, these guys is getting thirty years, forty years, and yeah. life in prison. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and for what? It happened. Yeah. Half of the reasons these guys is going to jail. Or killing somebody, the reason is, I mean, it's just really, this is what you took a life for. And, and now you in this position to where your life is over with. So we gotta start making some 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 better decisions, man, and, 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 and utilizing these arts that that come from our ancestors. That's that's the real crazy thing to me, is that these we have these things in our DNA. Uh, if, if if our ancestors brought it forward and for us to, to completely deviate from it and not even use it, I mean, we have the tools. So we just got to right. use them. Yeah. Right. Culture. We don't, right. we don't know our culture. I mean, we're not taught our culture. I mean, you don't expect the Iceman to teach us our culture. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, I remember right. growing up, I mean, I didn't know nothing of all I knew was we were slaves and Martin Luther King. You know, I mean, I, 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 I put other cultures above my culture. Mm, true. You know, I mean, I'm sure most of us did that. You know, uh, yeah. Chinese culture, yeah. you know, we thought, oh man, Chinese culture is great, you know, and, and all this other cultures, you know, and Greek culture and this culture and that culture, not realizing what you come from because you know, you're not taught, you don't know. You know, and what right. you are taught that it's like the devil or it's, you know, some something that's not worthy. It's not nothing you need to know is savage. And, um, and so, right. but when we are to start to understand what our culture is, man, everything like, like Master Goodman was saying, every, everything comes from Africa, man. <laughs> yes, sir. I mean, everything, man. You and Reese, yeah. I mean, I forgot the brother he was saying yeah. what the name was, but, um, Man, that's that's something I never heard. Man, I'm like, I gotta research that. That's that's a beautiful story right there. I mean, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, everything. So so it's good to understand. You know, the the more we you know, we we have these discussions, you know how how um you know it, it goes back back to the motherhood, motherland, you know, and we can bring these things home and. And discuss them and put them out there, right. and you know we can understand. Hey, we got we got culture. We are the culture. You know, you you go back here and we need to bring these things back and incorporate them into our lives. You know, to develop us into human beings that we're supposed to be. You know, that yes, has always wanted us to be. You know, getting right. back on track. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, like I said, man, another great bill with the House of Melanated Excellence and, and we just gonna keep on keep on pushing. I, I definitely wanna take a minute to 
give a, a RIP to our brother, our teacher, our mentor, oh. Dr. Nicholas Cooper Luda. Yeah. Passed away on us uh, on the 22nd, which was uh, fr uh, Friday. And, you know, and those who, who don't know, he was our first guest on our podcast on, on the second yeah. episode called Considerations with the Soul Whisperer. Um, those who don't know, he was battling leukemia for 600 for 670 days. Um, this man gave cancer a fight for real, for real. Yeah, and, right. um, you know, so he went on and made his transition and we, we just want to give a, a condolences to his family. Yes. Uh, to his, his colleagues, every, anybody that was affected by this brother's mind, by his wisdom, by his teachings, you just want to say, yo, we, we with you, we feel it too, and we're going to keep representing yeah. and doing the work that he laid out. So it's no about doubt. getting that, that, that mind right. You know, we here, we here to elevate the mind, period. Yes. You know, we're not saviors. We're not here to save nobody. No. You know, we just here to show and prove that the tools that we have from our ancestors work. We're going right. to start paying homage to those who out here putting in that work. Yes. We're going to showcase what they're doing and we're going to be right there with them and we're here to fight the fight. So rest in peace to Dr. Cooper. We, with you. we miss you. Yeah. We're going to love you. Miss you. But like love I said, we're we going we gonna to continue that work. Yes, sir. That's what we're going to do. That's easy. Yeah. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, but we're going to have more on that to come, but we're going to end this this build, you know, we like to call them builds. We don't really say conversations or interviews. We just be building. So exactly. <laughs> that's exactly. what we do. We build. We trying to build. So we trying to build something beautiful. So we just building. And um, yo, we gonna see y'all next week or not or the week after next because we coming every other week. So we've been doing real good. Everybody's checking in with us. We want to say what's up to our new subscribers, our new followers on Instagram. Thanks for rocking with us. Yes, we appreciate you. Yo, keep rocking. We got so much more to come. So stay tuned. Yes, sir. Thanks, much love. Peace. Peace.